0: Hey y'all, it's your host Cora Kane for the Relatively Awkward podcast and today I'm going to have a special guest. It's my sister Megan. She is an expecting mother and a bar instructor. Um, Follow her class info at bar, B-A-R-R-E with Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N and you guys can get some awesome instruction on bar classes and she would love to connect with you and and work on her growth with bar and she will be joining here in just a few minutes and we are going to discuss blundering bikes so if you're ready to join us for the relatably awkward podcast where you can laugh and maybe cringe a little hop right on in and listen
1: Is it recording? Yep. Okay. Are you going to use this?
0: Am I going to? I mean, I can edit it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've never done the whole adding somebody, so I wanted to see how it worked. And what awkward people to try doing it, me and you. <laughs> exactly. So how are you doing with the quarantine?
1: I'm doing okay. I'm on day 10 of not leaving the house at all. Not even a oh, grocery shop. Um, so, we're doing okay.
0: Haven't <laughs> no, gone delirious like, yet? Do what? So you haven't gone delirious yet?
1: No, I wouldn't say delirious. Um, we are kind of homebodies anyway, so it's not that bad for us. <laughs> but I do... I do miss, like, leaving the house, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I have noticed. I miss hanging out in coffee shops. That's been the one that's mm. really stuck out to me is just going and hanging out at a coffee shop.
1: Mm. I miss that. I just miss seeing people. I <laughs> haven't seen anyone's face but Chris's in 10 days, so. That's um, why. And my cat's. So, I get to go to the doctor next Wednesday to do a um, ultrasound of my baby. And so, I get to see his little face um, and my doctor's face. So, that'll be fun.
0: (laughs) That's exciting.
1: Aww. Um, So, I'm looking forward to that. uh, You know, my husband can't come, which sucks. Chris can't come. But, um. But at least we'll get to check on him and see how he's doing. Not Chris, Mm -hmm. the baby. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'll be at least
0: interesting. And I'm excited to see the pictures. I
1: know. I get to be in a car and drive somewhere. So that'll be
0: fun. Wow. Huh? So you haven't been able to drive either. Wow, that's crazy
1: no we literally haven't left the house we're trying to do 14 days of not leaving the house because we just want to like give ourselves that that time to know we're not contagious to anybody that we might come in contact with so makes sense yeah the whole point of social isolation
0: oh <laughs> um, yeah we're not so great at it here but- in owensboro Yeah. People off the park. Me and mom went to the park today. So.
1: Yeah, you guys haven't been very good at it. That's more a reason why I can't hang out with you all, unfortunately. It's fair. It's fair. Okay. So.
0: I decided that the title of this would be Blundering Bikes. I felt that that was an appropriate title. Um... And I just explained. I already did a little introduction where I explained um, that you have had a hard time with bikes in your life. I have. Do you want to to discuss some of your experiences that you had with this bike riding situation?
1: Yes, I can. And I, will. I would like
0: to, like to hear it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um. Hold on. Let me finish chewing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, um, I'm eating a very dry almond butter sandwich right now. Ugh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to soak it down with some coffee.
0: It's the best way to, to eat anything is just with coffee.
1: Most things. Spicy food, not so much. Mm,
0: yeah, that's true. Good point. Um, Good point.
1: But most, most things are better with coffee. Um, so bicycles. So bikes. Let's hear it. I
0: thought Chris. See, we're awkward. See, we're awkward.
1: So bicycles. I have always had an issue with bicycles. Even as a child, I could barely ride a bike.
0: What is that?
1: Sorry, it's Chris. He's on the phone with, he's on that like Skype call with a coworker, and apparently Walter's in there with him, and Lila's on there, and Lila is his coworker's little girl, and so like Walter was looking at Lila. <laughs> I was like, I can hear, I can hear the background. <laughs> he's really loud when he's on the phone.
0: I was say, I've never heard Chris be that loud ever. Not even once. <laughs> <laughs> this part you can edit out yeah or I might keep it's awkward <laughs>
1: anyway <laughs> bikes again oh he's getting all his all the cats so I guess he's show I guess everyone's showing their kids and so Chris is showing the cat. I'm glad he didn't ask to show. I guess belly. you could go down there with your pregnant belly. I would. Well, I would not in the appropriate. I don't have makeup on, nor do I um, have a bra on, so it might not be the best time to meet some of his coworkers. That's uh, true. <laughs> so anyway, bicycles <laughs> <laughs> times three. Uh, (laughs) I, for the first thing you need to know about me and bicycles is that I still can't really ride a bike, so that's awkward in and of itself as an adult, um, who just can't really ride a bicycle very well, um, but that doesn't mean I haven't tried to ride bicycles. The effort was there. Yes, the effort has been there for a while now. Um, But even as a little kid, I couldn't really ride a bike very well. I would end up running against the sidewalks and scraping my ankle, the skin off my ankles. And it was just never really a pretty sight. So, but when I got to college, that's when I kind of decided to try it. So I moved off campus and I wanted a way to get to campus a little bit quicker, especially on days where I slept in. Which is
0: most.
1: Which is most days. So... So I bought a bicycle and I bought my bicycle at Walmart. It was a rusty orange color. It was a child's bike because, for people <laughs> listening to this podcast, I am only 4'10 and a half, so I am quite short. And so, the bicycle was a kid's trick bike, so it had those pegs on the back of it, and it was, you know, interesting, but it fit me and I didn't you know, wobble <laughs> over from side to side. So that was you know, a really good perk of getting a kid's bike. But because I was gonna be driving it back and forth from campus, I decided to get a cute little basket to put on the front of it. So I could put my bicycle or put my bicycle in it. <laughs> put my backpack in it. Or whatever I was taking to campus with me for the day. So you've got this kids trick bike with this cute basket on the front. So this is my bicycle. (laughs)
0: Megan in a nutshell. (laughs) Yes.
1: I'm basically a cute kid bike with a basket on the front. So so, this is the bicycle that I had. And this is generally the bicycle where I decided that maybe I shouldn't be riding bikes as an adult anymore. Uh, But the first time I rode it to class, I was really, really excited and I was really, really nervous. So I had to drive down a pretty busy street. I live, I went to the University of Kentucky, so I lived in Lexington, and I had to drive it down a pretty busy street where there was quite a bit of traffic and quite a bit of people around, a lot of people around, both foot traffic and in cars. There were, thankfully, bicycle lanes on this road, and so I did have a pretty big, pretty generous space between me and cars.
0: It's probably the to best situation exit. possible.
1: Yeah. So I was really excited and maybe a little bit of sweaty palms because I was riding the bike for the first time with traffic moving. And I don't know if you've ever ridden bikes in bike lanes, but you ride a lot of times opposite the way the traffic is going. So
0: that makes me extremely nervous. So
1: that was that was difficult. So I started my journey to campus and as I rode to class, I was kind of noticing that some in, I was getting some interesting looks people were kind of looking at me funny I got a few car honks and I was just kind of thinking you know, oh, I look so cute on this bike
0: <laughs> on my
1: trip on my child's orange oh, trip bike with a basket but I just kept riding along kind of veering from side to side because that's kind of how I ride a bike I can't keep it straight it's just not our my family walks like that too our family walks and like I that. like that. It's just, I'm just, I sway a lot. So by the time I parked my bike on campus and started to really, I guess, like, dismount the bike, if you will, I realized why people were actually paying so much attention to this cute girl on her bike. And it was because my skirt was completely under my seat. <laughs> and my bum was showing to the whole world <laughs> the whole time. And so when I oh dismounted I quickly pulled my skirt down and got my backpack out of my basket and walked to class and was a little bit mortified but just kind of pretended like it didn't happen.
0: <laughs> but you still carry it with you this to this day, right? I do. That image of that happening.
1: I do and that, that was my first time riding my bike on campus and to class.
0: Gosh. what made you think that a skirt was probably the best thing you could have worn on the no, first time I looked cute, this?
1: and it was a long skirt and so I just thought it would be okay I'm not really sure I was I was 19 I wasn't thinking <laughs> things through oh no I was probably 21 at that time but still I wasn't really thinking things through at the time so that was
0: that's that's definitely an experience
1: Yes, it was definitely an experience. But I didn't let it stop me from riding. <laughs> I was I just I let it stop me from riding my bike with a dress or skirt, but I didn't let it stop me from riding my bike.
0: <laughs> there you go.
1: <laughs> so a few weeks later, my friend was throwing a dinner party. And she lived in that awkward distance where it was kind of a little too close to drive, but a little bit too far to walk. So I thought, aha, this could be a good time to ride my bike. to To ride my bike, because <laughs> you know, but, but that that's the medium of, of transportation or the mode of transportation in which you should use if the walk is too long and the drive is too short. So I thought, you know, this will be awesome. I'll ride my bike. It's a beautiful day. I'll save the environment. So I got old Rusty off the front porch. That's what I'm gonna call her from now on. Old Rusty. Old Rusty. Off the front okay. porch. And I decided to take her for a spin. <laughs> now remember this was a dinner party, so I actually had I had to bring several items. And it was very convenient that I had a basket on the front of my bike. So I could put those items in that basket. And what was in that basket? I will tell you. There was a loaf of bread. It was a fancy loaf of bread. It wasn't just like white bread that was pre-sliced. It wasn't even sliced. And for this, you know, poor 20 20 year old at the time, it was super fancy. I also had a box of rice in my basket <laughs> because I was gonna make some rice aroni when I got there. And I had some dessert. I can't remember what the dessert was, but I know I had a dessert in there. So I filled up my basket okay. with these wonderful dinner party items and I decided to start my journey. So I was so proud of myself because I'm riding this bike, whizzing down Avenue of Champions, thinking, oh my gosh, I look so cool. I'm so cute riding this bike. And <laughs> I just remember having all these, all these thoughts of just like how cool I looked riding my bike and how proud I was for choosing to ride my bike instead of driving my car to Allie's house and so I just am imagining myself imagining how other people are seeing me
0: drive this bike you had this very positive outlook on the appearance of this appearance I don't know why I said it like that <laughs> <laughs> appearance of how you look <laughs> riding down the street with your exactly. with old rusty
1: exactly and as I as, as was lost in my self elation I thought uh, <laughs> no, self elation thoughts really I wasn't truly paying attention to the road ahead of me I was just kind of in la la land and just as I kind of snapped back into reality and realized I was not paying attention at all to going <laughs> oh. forward on my bike I saw the tiniest of potholes in the street and It was a tiny, tiny pothole. And probably for most skilled bike riders, they would have just done a tiny little swerve either toward the traffic or toward the sidewalk to avoid this tiny little pothole. But I got really scared, and I didn't know what to do, so I just hit it. I hit it head on. And (laughs) I thankfully, it was so small that it didn't really cause much damage. It didn't fall off my bike, nothing like that. But I remember I... uh, I just remember this image as I'm swaying from side to side of this piece of or this bread amidst the chaos flying out of my basket, fancy bread into my fancy bread flying out of my basket flying <laughs> out into Avenue of Champions and I remember being so sad about it that I kind of threw my bike down And I go running to get this bread that's, like, in the middle of the street with all these cars coming. And I lock eyes with this girl It's like, my age. And it was so awkward. But I just, I didn't care. I didn't care what people thought. I was running around the streets, like, grabbing my rice and grabbing my bread and grabbing my dessert. And it probably looked really ridiculous in retrospect. I wish I could have seen somebody do this at some point.
0: (laughs) There had been a camera on the bike. It would have been bike. hilarious. But I just
1: threw my bike over to the street, or not to, so into. So dramatic. Sidewalk, not the street. Thankfully, uh, old rusty would have died. Yes. And everyone was watching me awkwardly as I was. Running and racing for my food staples. So once I rescued my bread and all the other items, <laughs> I packed up my basket again and I walked my bike to my friend's house the rest of the way. <laughs> I did not get back on it. <laughs> I do
0: not blame you. I do not blame. You. I'm still slightly scared of bikes. I still really won't. I don't think we
1: had a good teacher growing up. Uh, I don't think we had a really good.
0: I don't remember learning how to ride a bike. Yeah.
1: Dad tried to teach me, and it wasn't great. <laughs> so I mean, obviously. And so once I got to my friend's house, I immediately told them the story, and they all thought it was hilarious. But I just wanted to let everyone know that the bread was amazing. It was worth the awkward moments of grabbing it out of worth the risk of running into the road, especially for you know a twenty-year-old, and. At the end of the dinner party, (laughs) I had this very difficult decision to make. Shall I ride my bike home or should I, should I walk it home? And instead of making either of those decisions, I asked my friend who had a Jeep Cherokee, Hey, could you drive me home and I put my bike in the back of your car? (laughs) 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 And what's
0: You weren't going to risk
1: it again. (laughs) Once I was securely home, I locked up my bike, and I never rode her again. Um, It was just too much stress, and I'd rather just walk a few extra miles than ride my bike. And a few months later, old Rusty, I unfortunately have to report that old Rusty was stolen. Darn. I I was a little bit relieved. Uh, At least, at (laughs) least someone would use her, you know. At least the kid who stole her would at least ride her. Because she was getting no use. And there was another bike in my life. I bought a bike when I lived in Austin to drive around. And I only rode it twice again. And I locked it up in my parking garage and it too got stolen. And since then, I have never purchased a bike. And I've never ridden one. Did you steal
0: everything but one wheel? Or was it... Yes, let Why did I think that only one, they only stole part they,
1: of... They stole both wheels, but left the frame of the bike.
0: Oh, okay. So they just needed to replace the wheels on their bike, okay, I guess? So it
1: had these really nice hybrid tires, like between a road bike and a mountain bike. So they're really expensive tires. I didn't pur- I purchased the bike as a, as a whole entity. But one of the reasons I got it was because of the tires that were on it. Because I wanted to get a road bike, but the tires are so skinny on a road bike that... I knew I wouldn't be able to hold myself up, and with a mountain bike, it's just too much traction just to ride around in the city, so I got this hybrid, and it was during South by Southwest, and somebody stole my tires, so I never rode that bicycle again, either.
0: I feel like these are just signs that you, as a person, need to let the bike go. Yeah. That and just, just is not an it's option. Not,
1: it's not an option for me. The universe has spoken.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely told you no more, no more of this. I'm
1: taking this away from you.
0: My only experience with bikes since I was little, I remember riding it when I was little and I always felt a little questionable about it. I never quite felt comfortable riding a bike. But when I lived in Cleveland for an internship, the family, one of the families I worked with absolutely loved riding bikes. Oh, and that. yeah, they felt that I needed to ride a bike as well. And my heart has never pounded as quickly as it did <laughs> on the day that they decided we needed to cross the street mm-hmm. with these bikes. That's so much panic so much panic over my heart I, I don't even everybody else had rode the bike and I did as you did I walked my bike across the street because <laughs> I did not trust myself even at all
1: I would just run into the one um, car that was a mile away I'd just ride right toward it and hit it and that's just how I right, ride right exactly I
0: feel like that's just our luck like you know that's just how we are I think
1: I just manifest my fear
0: <laughs> I mean yeah that's a thing that's a thing <laughs> for sure um. Well, thank you for sharing your lovely experiences with Old Rusty. <laughs> um, greatly appreciated.
1: No problem. I hope to inspire other people to overcome their fears of awkwardness and just go ahead and try to ride that bike.
0: Exactly, um, literally
1: and figuratively, <laughs>
0: <laughs> in all situations that could apply. All right. <laughs> um, I'd love for my listeners to connect with me and follow me on Instagram and message me. If you guys have any stories of bikes, my Instagram is at the collective Cora Cora is C O R A. Um, and just share your stories with me and I may air that on my next episode. Yes, I'd
1: love to hear that uh, alone in awkward bike stories.
0: <laughs> yes. As the title goes, the relatably awkward podcast We want people to feel related to when these stories are being told. (laughs) Um, So hopefully somebody out there has another awkward bike story that they would like to share. Um, Thank you, Megan, for explaining your stories to us. My pleasure. Hopefully, you don't have any more bike accidents coming up anytime soon, and and we'll see how it goes with teaching your son how to ride his bike in the future.
1: (laughs) I think I might leave that one to Chris.
0: (laughs) That might be a good idea. It sounds like he might. (laughs) Yes. For the safety of everyone.
1: (laughs) So he has a fighting chance to actually ride a bike successfully.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, leave that one to Chris, actually. Um, So thank you, Megan, uh, for joining us. And I'm your host, Core Kane. You guys have a lovely and awkward day today. Bye.